If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And today I want to start off with maybe one of the biggest mistakes in the way in which we handled the COVID crisis. I would say if I can think of the biggest mistake, it's Anthony Fauci. And the reason I say that is, now that you look back on it, it is quite apparent, number one, that he was covering up for his own violation of rules, laws, however you want to look at it, in funding gain-of-function research. There's no question he did it, that he funded it, that he funded it uh, domestically, and when that was stopped, he funded it over in China at the Wuhan lab. He may have laundered it through his pals, but he funded it. And he lied about it to Senator Rand Paul and others because it would have put too much responsibility on him for the terrible uh, disease that got spread around the world. Obama, Obama, the history of this, you have to know, we, did, we started gain-of-function research, I don't know when, certainly by the beginning of the century we were doing it. And the idea was to create these super, super uh, viruses and then to find... Uh, to find vaccines for them. Except uh, you don't find vaccines for many viruses. It's uh, much easier to create these super, super viruses than it is to find vaccines for them. And so, and once they're created and there's no vaccine for them, if they escape, people just die. Particularly if you just wait for a vaccine. Then the second thing that he did for which he should be prosecuted, for years, even though he was the highest paid federal government employee, he took royalties. We don't know how many in terms of number or in terms of the amount of money he made. We're talking millions. And the royalties came from the very companies that he was uh, dealing with and giving exemptions to. And so he had quite, uh, I think, quite obviously, either a direct financial interest in vaccines being used rather than treatments, or his pals did, who in other respects were taking care of him, and Fauci, as a government employee, had become, like so many crooked congressmen, a rich man. And it completely warped his decisions when it came to dealing with COVID because he did everything that he could to create a open field for the vaccine, meaning he wouldn't allow any treatments 
of the illness. When do we ever have an illness we had to deal with where our first objective is to treat it? And then uh, we, we, we work on a vaccine because we know it's going to take years to safely develop a vaccine. And very often treatments can either deal with the virus effectively or deal with it as effectively as the vaccine. And that led him to all kinds of ridiculous, contradictory positions, like on hydroxychloroquine, which he wrote several years ago, was almost like a miracle medicine that had quite a, quite a, 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 a telling effect on viruses and was harmless because we've been using it for 50 years, to only find him later basically banning it and telling us almost it could kill us. Well, that's not true at all. But here's what was true. If anything had been accepted as a treatment for COVID, you would not have been able to get an emergency declaration so you could go ahead with the vaccines from the companies that have been paying him and his people off for years in these royalties, which he refuses to disclose. Who the hell is he not disclosing his royalties? And yesterday, yesterday, the, the, the sycophantic press corps that basically is up you, Biden's you-know-what, who basically got kicked in that for the wedding. Query, I wonder if the Bidens got paid for an exclusive to the wedding. That would be really interesting. But in any event, they were kicked out from the wedding, but one of those fancy magazines was let in, and they could take all the pictures so the Bidens could control it. Sometimes people sell that. I was offered that for my wedding and turned it down. So let's listen to, let's listen to how a uh, fascist administration, the Biden administration, handles the press when they're asking a question of grave concern to the world and the American people, which is, tell us the origin of this COVID thing, or I call it the CCP virus, Obviously, so that we can prevent it in the future, we've got to know the origin of it. And here's how the press is treated by one of Biden's uh, fascist-oriented personnel. This is number 27. Whether you're a far-right Republican or a far-left Democrat doesn't make any difference to me. I look upon it the same way as I did in the emergency room in the middle of New York City, when I was taking care of everybody that was coming in off the street. So that's the thing that troubles me most about this. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being, you're being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I th- I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. 
Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, not, she's only not, she's not, she's not very good question. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person. I, I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is a disrespect. Of, it is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. Go ahead. Simon, I am done with you. You will be put out right now. That's an African reporter who has been extremely critical of the Biden administration, heavy-handed attitude toward the press, and completely inconsistent with any notion of the First Amendment. This administration has been allowed by the press, without significant comment, to trash almost every constitutional right we have. I mean, if it isn't the right of, uh, of free speech, it's the right to counsel. If it isn't the right to counsel, it's... Uh, the right to due process of law. If it isn't that, it's the right of freedom of religion. If it isn't that, it's government by dictate. He can't get it through Congress, so Biden dictates it, which is, of course, done by not a leader in a, in a lawful uh, republic or democracy, but done by a dictator, very similar to his governors, some of whom won re-election in places where we've got to have brainwashed people to re-elect Whitless Whitmore has got to be a product of brainwashing of the people of Michigan. The woman just squelched the constitutional rights of the people of Michigan and made it like in an armed encampment, except her husband could do anything the hell he wanted, much like Lightfoot Lighthead, you know, was the only one in Chicago who could get her hair done. Not that she would notice, but she could get her hair done. I think she went to a place where you put your finger in the electric socket and then the hair goes, boop, boop, and, man, that woman looks like she's out of her mind. What, what is she was cursing yesterday? Also, uh, when I come back, we're going to play the little piece by Bill Barr accusing Trump of extortion. Now, Barr's got a hell of a nerve accusing Trump of anything when he covered up the hard drive for over a year. <laughs> the hard drive you're hearing about not now which describes one after another crimes committed by Joe Biden, including the, 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 the uh, ultimate text by Hunter, that his father got half the money. Everybody says 10% to the big guy, but they're avoiding because they've avoided from the beginning. They avoid two texts because they can't deal with it. One text is in 2018. December of 2018, and it's to his daughter, I think the one who just got married. And it says, for years, for 30 years, I've paid the expenses of this family, all the expenses of this family. And Pop still requires me to give him half my income. That is a straight-out-and-out admission of a bribery scheme for 30 years. That money was intended for his father. He was a bag man, just like his uncles were. The family is out and out crooked. 
They've taken millions in bribes, and the hard drive proves it. And it was covered up deliberately by a crooked press and an equally crooked Department of Justice under Barr and an FBI under whatever that guy, Gray, or whatever the hell his name is. This is outrageous that he's accusing Trump of extortion because he might not support somebody. I don't even know what he's talking about. But I, I do know what I'm talking about with him. It's called obstruction of justice. You covered up that hard drive. You let that impeachment go forward when there was a perfect justification for Trump to ask for an investigation of Biden. The guy had committed crime after crime after crime after crime, proven by the hard drive. I understand why the press covered it up. There are a bunch of crooked Democrats. I don't know why you did it, Barr. Explain that sometime. But nobody will ever ask you that. I get suspended from from the bar for doing my job as a lawyer. And you are still a member of the bar. And you covered up information that if the American people had known it, we would not have this crooked president. If they had known about the hard drive, he would not have been elected. And you withheld that information from us. What the hell kind of attorney general were you? You should, you should, you should, you should be the one who was disbarred. You should be the one who's being prosecuted for obstruction of justice. So shut your mouth about extortion, pal. We'll be right back. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on uh, the eve of Thanksgiving, our big and really our quintessential exclusive American holiday, which has become a holiday all over the world and a beautiful one because despite all of the things going on, despite all of the problems, all of the issues we talk about all the time, without doubt and without any exception, this is the greatest country on earth, and we are extraordinarily We are extraordinarily fortunate to have been born here, to have become citizens of this country, or to be here. Any of those things, which is uh, demonstrated every day with the enormous problem that we have of illegal immigration, as well as the desire for legal immigration, which is, you know, quite healthy and really good for us. So you're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, don't forget, I'll be bringing you my final thoughts at the end of the show. But let me give you a few preliminary thoughts right now. I, I mentioned Barr. No, no reason to listen to that guy tell us that you know Trump commits extortion because he frightens people about running when he covered up the hard drive and deprived you, the American people, of probably the most relevant information that's been hidden from an American electorate ever and should go down in history as except for the present attorney general, one of our worst AGs. I'm really happy with with McCarthy. Uh, It looks good to me that he's going to be quite an aggressive speaker. You don't lay out all these markers that he's going to do and then not follow up on them unless he's crazy, and he's not crazy. I think the the idea that he's going to investigate, uh, that that he's going to uh, allow uh, his members to investigate the hell out of Joe Biden and find out the full extent of his criminality, which I don't even know. I've got a portion of it because I've got 
a computer of Hunter Biden's given to me, not by the Russians, as uh, the Biden uh, and Obama administration liars got away with saying and pay no price for, but I got it from John Mac Isaacs with the help of my lawyer, Bob Costello. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I've, I'm, I've been through more of that sordid human being's life than I want it to be. But, I mean, it's a, it's, it takes your breath away to think that this crook is in the White House. Every time I see him there, I say to myself, I couldn't, I, as a kid, couldn't possibly believe a man as crooked as this could be in the White House. Been taking bribes for 30 years. Who says that? His son. His son. And then they're outlined one after another, after another, after another. A, 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 a uh, money laundering transaction laid out on paper that any moron could figure out. It even, it's even called money laundering by the uh, Latvian government. <laughs> it's labeled that way in case you missed it. So more power to McCarthy for doing this. And then going after, I'm going to make a few more recommendations. In, in, in addition to finding out uh, about Biden's criminality, let's find out why the hard drive was suppressed. Let's find out what the hell is going on at the FBI and the Justice Department so that they suppressed relevant information of serious crimes at the highest levels of our government, the Ukrainian government, other governments. We're giving all this money to Ukraine and we never figured out the corruption that's gone on in the past. There's, 30, there's $3 billion in, in foreign aid that's unaccounted for that the Obama administration sat on. I mean, this, is, this is, uh, affects our national security. The guy got money from China, low millions from China, and he's our president. That doesn't affect national security. Doesn't affect his decision making. Doesn't explain all the irrational decisions he made that are in China's favor, but not the United States, jeopardizing our future. Doesn't explain some of the irrational decisions he made in Afghanistan that led to the loss of American life. That's not important. But we are going to be back after this, and we'll get to your questions, and we'll get to the subject of one of the biggest liars, Mayorkas. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And you stay tuned right here because at the end of the show, we'll have the mayor's final thoughts on the day before Thanksgiving. And you, you know we're, gonna, we're, going to, uh, we're going to talk about this great country. Because if we don't, there's something really wrong with us. And there's something really wrong with the people who consistently attack it. Among the other infirmities of this president is accusing us of systemic racism, accusing us of something that isn't true. You know, I was really disappointed to see that Mike Bloomberg has become now an apologist for China. Uh, apparently at the Bloomberg New Economy Forum on November 17th, uh, I guess the day before Boris Johnson spoke, and Boris Johnson attacked China uh, for any number of things that they are easily, uh, the government, the Chinese Communist Party, can be attacked for, including a disregard for the rule of international law and, 
and for being a dictatorship, having reverted to what they were in the communist era, because they never changed from being communist. It's all true. I mean, the country is eliminating the Uyghur people. As we speak, they're practicing genocide, and as well as killing many, many Christians. They've killed 80 million of their own people. No one's attacking the Chinese people. If anything, there's sympathy for the people of China. They're attacking the regime. Well, Mike Bloomberg went out on November 17th, the day after the day after Boris Johnson quite rightly took China to task, as well as, you know, being the origin of, of the CCP virus. I mean, it, it was spread by China. You know, I mean, that, that's completely uh, unrefuted that they sent people around the world with the disease when they locked down their own country. And Bloomberg gets up and says to those of you who are upset and concerned by what the speaker said, you have my apologies. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, the guy's got enough money that he doesn't have to suck up to China. I mean, this is this is this is an example. This is an example of um, of, of what they've been able to do. Uh, they gave him his start in business somehow or other. Uh, in 2019, Bloomberg did say that uh, Xi Jinping is not a dictator. He sure imitates one really well, and um, and he just basically became. Uh, dictator for life of China. I don't know what planet Mike is on, or maybe he's been hanging around New York too long, and all that all this change of New York into a, a, a they want it to be a marijuana and gambling capital. Now, is that sick or is that sick? You want to take a great city like this that has so much going for it, and you want to derive its revenues from people smoking more and more marijuana. Because marijuana is not a big money business when it's done legitimately. It does not produce high-paying jobs like finance does or like entertainment. It produces low-paying jobs and a lot of people who get very sick. And then gambling. I mean, gambling leads to a certain percentage of the population who become addicted gamblers. And it sure as hell doesn't save your economy. Otherwise... New Jersey would be the richest country, uh, state in the country. It's going to drag New York's economy down the way prostitution and the way porn did, which I got it out of. I mean, Adams wants to rebuild the city on a bedrock of vice, a bedrock of what's wrong often with the human personality. It's addiction for, for those things. If anything, I mean, you want to build it on healthy, on something healthy, like, you know, working in productive industries, not not working in an industry where, you know, every time you smoke one of those damn cigarettes, you lose a few brain cells. And you're at risk of, if you have an addictive personality, of being addicted, or any time you gamble, there's a chance you can become addicted to gambling. And people do. And second, it runs down areas of cities and look at Atlantic City it's never been able to work its way out of it this is a of 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 Adams mistakes 
This is the one that probably comes from hanging around the club so damn much. He's, he's warped on that nightlife kind of thing. My goodness. So let's let's um, let's see if we can hear from Wendy, who's on Long Island. Yeah. Hey, Hi, there. Wendy. Good afternoon, Rudy. So um, just circling back, huh, funny phrase, circling back to your discussion about the press conference with Fauci, um, a couple of years ago on Fox, there was a video of Dr. Fauci where he said that gain-of-function research was worth the risk. So maybe a reporter should ask Dr. Fauci, do you still think gain-of-function is worth the risk? Yeah, well, they'll be cut off by the, uh, by the dictators and the fascists. I'm surprised those reporters haven't been put in prison yet with the January 6th people. I mean, did you hear, did you hear uh, Jean-Pierre dictator? That's enough from you. I'm finished with you. I mean, I, pretty soon they're going to have him dragged. They're going to have the reporters dragged out. I mean, the, the guy gets a press that is sycophantic, ridiculous, They've let him get away with committing more crimes than any American president I can think of. He, uh, did you see the article? They calculated he has taken off, he's taken as vacation days about 40% of the days that he's been president. I mean, the guy's not the president. I mean, plus they cover up how mentally ill he is. <clears throat> he turns around, he doesn't know who to shake hands with. He, he thought he was in uh, Colombia. Then he thought he was dealing with the Colombian prime minister, and he's dealing with a guy that's clearly Asian. I mean, and they cover the press covers it all up, and then they push him around like, like they're a bunch of operatives of the Biden administration. So I don't know if we'll ever get to ask Fauci those questions, uh, unless they get him before a committee. The only one who seems to be able to get through is Rand, is Rand Paul, who does a great, great job doing that. Let's go to Joel in Israel. I haven't heard from Joel in a while. Hello, sir, Mayor Giuliani. How are you, Joe? Happy Hello. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Uh, Yogi Berra, it ain't over till it's over. You're right. <laughs> Just begun. And, uh, you know, millions, millions are going to know the truth that you knew two years ago. Um, on that note, Regarding the how everybody's flipping in their understanding of the laptop, which you tried to do two years ago, uh, this guy Garrett Ziegler from Marco Polo put out a 650-page paper a few weeks ago with four, documenting 489 violations of the Biden crime family. Uh, I, I hope you're familiar with that, or your listeners will check that out. Yeah, it uh, do it again so they can it. slow. Do it again so they can slow down and get it. Okay. Yeah, that's Marco Polo, Garrett Ziegler, and I hope they'll also under, go to Hunter's Docket in Arkansas. He, he seems to be out of the country as he's getting sued again by London Roberts. Uh, he's out of the country for uh, another month, but I think that given his behavior two years ago, uh, the pattern of lying and the guilty mind will just continue there. Are we talking uh, about Hunter, Hunter is out of the country? Hunter is out of the country. According to the docket in Arkansas, his his lawyers a week ago filed. I think they're a, just uh, lying. That he would be unavailable. I think he I think he went up to uh, Nantucket with the uh, wealthy Biden family. 
where they're, where they're staying at the home of a multi-billionaire. They're, they're spending you know, Thanksgiving at somebody else's me, house. They I, don't have enough houses of their own. How much money is that going to cost us to have to make that house secure when he's got others that are permanently secured? I mean, they have no regard at all for for uh, the amount of money they spend. Or, I mean, the Delaware police told me that that family was a 30-year menace to the people of Delaware. Uh, Delaware police, you know, endorsed the Delaware police endorsed Trump. Can you imagine that? Because they because they knew how crooked the family is. He uses his family to 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 take care of his illegal business. What kind of a low life does that? Well, how's Israel? You got Bibi back. We, we, we got BB back. You know, there are places in Israel where it just is so serene. But, you know, we did have a, a very horrible uh, attack today. And sadly, a young man from Canada uh, um, perished in that attack. Uh, where was it? A daily battle between good and evil in this world. Where was it? Um, it was in a main uh, bus stop in Jerusalem. There were, there were Jerusalem? double attacks. Oh, my goodness. One in, uh, suburb called Ramoth and the other at the entrance to the city. So the Palestinians would... Palestinians were doing what they're trained to do, right? They're trained to be terrorists, so they're, from the time they're five or six, uh, terrible. This was a very sophisticated one. With uh, It was uh, de- de- detonated remotely, so this is causing everybody some, some panic. And uh, Well, it should, but you take care of yourself now, and you'll be safe. We need you, all right? We need you, sir. We need you. And enjoy Thanksgiving, even though you're in Israel. There are a lot of Americans there, so God bless Israel. It's a great country. So how about the Iranian Cup team? Standing silent, arm in arm, when the regime's national anthem is being played, the regime of terror. Got to tell you, they've come a long way with this revolution in Iran. Those protests, again, not covered by the by the Iran-loving communist American press and the administration that's dying to give Iran money so they can kill more people. I don't know. It's really sick. The whole relationship with Iran of Obama and Biden is sick. It's a sickness them cash in, in the hundreds of millions is basically to give them money to kill people. And the pr- press doesn't want to write it. You, you want people in charge of our country that want people killed by terrorists? What the hell is wrong with you? But the, the team <laughs> protested their national anthem. And they have a reason to protest it, not like the Creeps who protest our national anthem. Brainwashed creeps who do it. The head of the team, the team captain, said that they know that this is going to lead to repercussions. But they are, they are in a league with the, with the uh, hundreds and thousands of innocent people who've been killed in the protest that, that came out of the September 16th death of Ma- Ma- Masa 
Masa Amini, who was who was killed because she didn't wear her hijab correctly. She had a little hair sticking out. So they murdered her. Not unusual for the regime of terror. That's the regime that Obama gave hundreds of millions of dollars to. That's what Obama's all about. Cut the bull. That's what he's all about. And that's what was wrong with his presidency. Couldn't say Islamic terrorism. And look what they're doing to people, decent Muslim people. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. So let's go to, let's go to George. Hello. Hello, George. Greetings. Greetings to you, Mr. Mayor, and uh, happy holidays. Thank you, George. Uh, I'm 82 years old. I was born in Riga, Latvia. My family came here, and during my upbringing, my hero was FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Wow, because of his uh, anti-communism. That's right. And yeah. then later you, Rudy, you, Rudy, became my hero, even though I'm older than you are. <laughs> you know that um, I, uh, Mr. Mr. Hoover, upon his death, left a uh, estate worth about $100,000, which in those days was not really, uh, even in those days, was not uh, a vast amount. It seems to me that this uh, shows that he was a good guy and not, not in it for the money, like, uh, like Fauci. government officials are. Like Fauci, <laughs> who sold his soul <laughs> to the pharmaceutical companies and sold out our country to the pharmaceutical country co- companies. Maybe there should be a reevaluation of Hoover, certainly in light of the much worse FBI directors, Comey and this guy, who covered up who covered up material evidence of the criminality of a guy who became president of the United States. Can you do anything worse to this country than that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can hate this country enough uh, to do something like that. Well, I'm Rudy Giuliani, and with Common Sense, we'll uncover the truth, and we're going to get to a solution. And you're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and when you come back, there'll be the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Donald to Towers Foundation. Mayor's final thoughts. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Mayor's final thoughts. Brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. That's the wonderful, wonderful organization that takes care of our men and women in uniform. When they lose their lives, they're there to pay off the mortgage on their homes to help their, 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 those that are left behind and help them show that there's support and there's people who have their back and are with them and understand what's happening. It's not a lot. It's not the, the whole thing. They do a lot more, but it's a, believe me, it's a very strong gesture. I've seen, I've seen what it does. When people who feel alone realize there's this whole organization behind them. And then for those who are catastrophically injured, they build smart homes, and they're building them right now during the season of hope. So make sure you send in your $11 to T2T.org. That's T2T.org.
Well, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and we're going through a very difficult time in the history of this country, a turning point. And the turning point is going to determine whether whether we remain that great city on a hill that, that uh, well, that the Pilgrims originally uh, uh, named us, William Bradford, and that Ronald Reagan used so brilliantly in uh, a number of his visions of America. Or we become uh, just another country uh, with a socialist economy, which we have now, in many ways more socialist than some of the European socialist countries, and the kind of fascist dictatorship that the Bidens are imposing on us and the Bidenisters. The, the, the use of the law enforcement agencies to go after their political enemies, the, uh, the covering up of all this by the press, the, uh, the, kind of, the kind of activity we saw in the White House yesterday and, you know, jumping on the reporters who are merely asking questions that are absolutely vital to our being able to work our way through this and come out the other end as a, as a constitutional republic. So just remember the faith that the founders of this country, those pilgrims who came here, the faith that brought them through it. When they, when they, when they came here, it was in the beginning of the winter. They knew what they were facing. <laughs> they knew they, there was no way to go back, not across that ocean. And it seemed hopeless, didn't it? Except they looked up to God. And they asked for God's help, and they got it. And we're here now because of that. And we should be thankful for it. And I should be thankful for whatever they've done to me. I still have my voice. You still listen to me. You ask me questions. I can point out the injustices that are going on. In Iran, they would have killed me by now. And think about the people of Iran. I'm very close to them. I'm very close to the groups that are involved in the uprising. I know them intimately. I've been working with them for 12 years and have been to Albania where a lot of it is overseen and where there are uh, extremely sophisticated uh, uh, communications right into Iran. I've spoken to the Iranian people uh, on numerous occasions broadcast by them, they are much closer to freedom than we realize. And again, the left-wing press, the left-wing government has this fascination with Iran. I don't know what it is, but you have a beautiful Thanksgiving tomorrow. We'll be on tomorrow, and we'll talk about Thanksgiving some more, but have a wonderful Thanksgiving and just say the little prayer, thank God that you're in America. That's what you should be thankful for, among other things. God bless you, and God bless America. The mayor of New York City. 